My name is Blake Gordon, and you're listening to episode 84 of the Who's on Top podcast. And welcome back to episode 84 of the Who's on Top podcast. I am Daniel Fox, and we've got a jam-packed episode and a jam-packed room of analysts. First... The Joe Buck of women's college basketball, the Michelin man himself, Ellis Gordon. Oh, thank you for such an honor as Joe Buck. <laughs> well, he is the greatest. Next, our sports gambling insider, his grandparents gave him money for a reason, Jacob Kasdan. What's up, guys? Let's talk some sports. I use all of my own money for, for uh, my gambling. You're not on Mima's bank account? No, not at all. And finally, the hot pot master, the mayor, Jeremy Giles. Of course... As always, at your service. And, and if you have any hot pot requests, I am taking orders with a grand, uh, only mere sum of $30. Thank you very much. And joining us again, our favorite guest from the streets of Canada, Max Crosby. Max, how the hell are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm ready to drop some knowledge on y'all. And as a side character in this awesome show. Side piece, side thing. Um, up past his bedtime. Up way past his bedtime. It's wicked Dak out. It's at Blake's still sitting here. Blake Gordon, the better Gordon. How are you doing, Blake? I'm all right, how are you? All right, so let's right. get into it with the recap of a quite boring NFL wildcard weekend. There are some good matchups, some bad matchups, um, some terrible officiating, but I'll let our analysts get into it. So let's start with... Jacob with the Saturday games and Max, feel free to jump in if there's something that sparks your interest. Yeah, so to start off the Saturday Saturday slate, honestly, I think the first game was pretty interesting. Came down to the last play of the game. Uh, the Bengals did end up winning 26 to 19. Carr threw for over 300 yards, one touchdown. Burrow had 250 yards and two touchdowns. Chase looked great again, and the Raiders ran the ball well. But unfortunately, uh, Derek Carr could not get it done on the game-winning drive, and uh, they lost by a touchdown. On the other game, though. Not so interesting. Mm-hmm. Pretty much <laughs> the, like, the most perfect game a Bills team could have, they had. Josh Allen threw for 310 yards, five touchdowns. He had more touchdowns than incompletions. Looks like a Madden game for me against Daniel. <laughs> they ran the ball it. well. Singletary had 90 yards rushing in, two touchdowns. Dawson Knox came up big with a throwaway <laughs> touchdown in the first quarter to take the early lead. He had two touchdowns and 90 yards. Diggs at 60 yards. Everyone showed up. Their defense showed up big time. Slowing down this pass rush offense hugely for them. And uh, honestly, Mac Jones, he did have a pretty good game. Threw for two touchdowns, 230 ah, yards. Pretty good. Two interceptions. Good compared to but, everybody uh, else. That's a, that's a solid game. For a rookie in his first playoff game, that's a solid game. But 17 points, that's unacceptable. It's not what you were saying during the game. I, I didn't know the stats during the game. You were just saying Mac Jones was Because <laughs> he was <laughs> He looks <laughs> I would, I, I would, I would, I would say if Max you watch the game, Mac, no, Mac no. Jones was pretty commanding some, out there right, for the that first interception offense. that he threw. That, that was, was a great throw. Yes. Yeah, that, that was yeah, an insane a, interception by my guy. Yeah, that know. was one of the greatest plays you'll ever see a save. But honestly, yeah. the yeah. Bills just dominated throughout the whole game. Yeah. And honestly, the pass, there, the pass really had no shot. There was nothing yeah. for him yeah. to do. If, if I were to make one comment on this Bills versus Patriots game, is that this is the best Bills team you're going to see for a very okay. long time. All right. Okay. I, you know how much I would love to talk about the Bills right. cap situation next year. I how know. little cap space ha- they have. How they have both the Singletary, Tremaine right, Edmonds, and Dawson Knox coming chance, up. I will. I will. As but I want to say Mac Jones is very impressive, and I'm proud of how he played. As okay. a rookie, he played with a lot of poise in his first playoff game overall. Can I say, as a Jets fan, 
watching oh, the Patriots to do be utterly beat <laughs> oh, to a pulp, be utterly smashed. They were ten and seven with Jeremy, a rookie quarterback. When we that talk, is a win for the Patriots. We, well, this year. As a Jets fan, when we talk about the playoffs, that's your cue to be quiet. <laughs> I know. See, as a Jets fan, you have to learn to take enjoyment when you can. And seeing the Patriots get utterly murdered was very. Fun. Well, we'll talk about the Patriots right, regardless of that. It was a rebuilding year for the Patriots, yeah. and they had ten wins. Oh my god! Oh my god! This reminds me of when. Yes, I am when backing the, up the Patriots. No, when the Yankees oh lost to the ALDS, and they're all like, ah, "It's a rebuilding year," even though they signed Chapman to like yeah. a five, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I just it is a rebuilding year for the Patriots. They had no one. They re- Dude, they, 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 you they signed all these. They, they, they signed like that's, six that's not free a rebuilding when you sign it's, all these. If you are a right, quarterback, it's a rebuilding. We will get into the Patriots. Plenty of time to talk about the Patriots, but let's move on to the Sunday slate. Me and Jake were in the slopes. We came in during the Eagles Bucks game, and by the time we had taken our seats, by the time we were done eating, the game was already over. So, Ellis, you want to talk about? Tell us about the Sunday slate. Yeah, I'll start you off. The Buccaneers served a can of whoop ass. To the Eagles. Eagles got some constellation points at the end. And then 49ers and Cowboys and probably the best wild card game of the whole entire weekend. Maybe Bengals, um, Raiders. But this one was really good. One in controversy. Cowboys could not spike the clock in time for the last... (laughs) (laughs) Spike the the ball in time to... Spike the ball before the clock hit double zeros. And they could not get off their Hail Mary play. So 49ers won 23-17 after almost blowing the game themselves. The final night game was a smashing by the Chiefs Steelers. They didn't even let get they didn't even let Big Ben get his final touchdown pass. But you know, it's 42-21. He got three touchdown passes in the end for Big Ben's final farewell game. On to college basketball before we go to the Monday games. It's Johnny Davis season all year so far. Put up 27 and 8 against Northwestern. Really probably right now the star of the season. Coming out of quite literally nowhere. Florida State upset Duke. By one after Duke could not hit the final shot. That, that was, was a kind night. of crazy sequence last night. Yeah. Purdue, Illinois, and the b- best two teams in the Big Ten went to double OT where Purdue took care of business. Syracuse with a Illinois, great controlling win over Clemson. Illinois' first loss of the Big Ten slate. Of course, they lost earlier in the season, but out to Big Ten competition. And then Kentucky beat Tennessee. Iowa State beat Texas to start the week, but then lost to Texas Tech. Um, to end the week, so up and down for them. But, you know, those are two hard teams, so it would have been really impressive they took two out of... Ellis, you want to know something pretty funny? Yeah, what's up? Your boy been on Florida State. What? Your boy been on Florida Uh-oh. State. How much money you make? It's five bucks. How, why? Wait, I bet five on it. How oh, how much money you make? 27. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Right. We need to have a segment with Ellis, mm-hmm. with, uh, Just with Jacob telling us his plays. And My locks of the week. BDK is a lock of the week. I like that. No, it's like it's like Colin Coward's blazing fire. Except no one likes Colin Coward. Everyone likes me. Oh my god. But yeah, Kansas beat Iowa State also by a point. So Iowa State, quite the hectic week. And that is your college football roundup. Not broad for sport. Basketball. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. College basketball roundup for the week. Uh, what an unexpected college basketball roundup. I don't even remember putting that in the script. Yeah, but sometimes I, you, you know what? I'm so glad you got in. And finally, this was the game people were looking forward to. A Monday night matchup between the 11-win Cardinals and the 12-win Rams. Expected to be a good game. But it really wasn't. From the start, one team was clearly better than the other. Jeremy, why don't you tell us about it? Well, this game, I was looking forward to this game. I know a lot of people thought it would be close. I just say, I personally predicted the Rams to go very far, so I didn't. So I was right. I think we should have that on the record. But the Rams won 34-11. This game really was not competitive. Kyler Murray looked totally out of his skis. Cliff Kingsbury was absolutely outcoached. Kyler Murray, I believe he threw two interceptions, including one terrible one on the end zone. (laughs) 
where he basically was getting sacked for safety and just tried to throw it up, and it did not go well. Um, he got, didn't get a safety, though, so I guess you could consider that a victory if no, you're into yeah. that. Do you think this collapse by the Cardinals is as bad as their collapse towards the end of last year? Well, um, we actually saw a statistic from Cliff Kingsbury where if you look at his <laughs> seasons, I believe, for going from 2013... This with, is including inclu- college football. Including yeah. back in Texas. Texas Tech, he, yeah. Texas Tech. He's, like, collapsed at the end of every season, so I feel like he's pretty... Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes. True, So I feel like true. he's pretty used to collapsing at this point, so it should be kind of pretty routine for him. This kind of sucks for Kyler Murray, though. Poor guy. But... And Matthew Stafford had a good game. Two touchdowns. He threw 17 attempts. He didn't wasn't asked to do much, but he, he did what he was asked to. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Okay, so that was the game recaps, but of course, we still have four games this weekend, and they are awesome. But before we get to that, we are going to go through each of the six teams that got eliminated in the playoffs. We're going to say where they need to improve this offseason, what we think they're going to do. We call this our obituary segment. We did it last year to awesome reviews, and we're going to bring it back this year. So we will start with the first team that got eliminated on Wild Card Weekend, and that was the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Raiders had, if you want to talk about roller coaster seasons, doesn't get more roller coastery, that's a word, than the Las Vegas. Yeah, thank you. Then Las Vegas. Um, they started six and seven. Well, obviously, they started three and oh. They had two great overtime wins. They had that crazy game against the Ravens. The whole John Gruden stuff comes out, fired. They sort of collapse. They lose seven out of their next ten. They're six and seven. Doesn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. They rip off four in a row and they make it to the wild card round. They're a little over. They're probably overmatched by the Bengals. They had no answer for Jamar Chase. But this team really was not as good as their record showed. They were a negative sixty-five point differential, which is absolutely terrible. Offensively, Carr had a pretty good season. You want the touchdown to interception ratio to be better. He only had a ninety-four pass rating. But he was second in the league in passing yards. He's always up there in yards, too. Yeah. Regardless um, of how well his team does. Josh Jacobs had a pretty good year. Hunter Renfro really broke out as number one uh, receiver. But there are two big problems, in my opinion. Darren Waller only played 11 games. And their defense was last in the league with six picks. So, they, re- in my opinion, they need to back. They need to improve the back end of their secondary. What do you guys think? Yeah, but you know, as a Raiders, if I were a Raiders fan, which I'm not, but if it takes some enthusiasm from... The season, you know, of course, Dan said they were overrated, but hey, they made the playoffs. That still is something. Yeah, the they got a, Yeah, they got a yeah. great D-line. They won when it mattered, despite having one of the most tumultuous seasons since I remember. I don't yeah. remember more tumultuous seasons where three of your players get arrested, kicked off the team. Your coaches, a racist, gets yeah, kicked off the team. They were also the first team to make it to the playoffs with an interim coach, which is crazy. That's really mm-hmm. crazy when you think yeah. about it. Like, in baseball, yeah. that's what happens. I know, I know I'm at least Very rooting for, at least for the storyline, I'm really rooting for the interim coach to become the head coach. I think if you make the playoffs as an interim coach, I don't really care the situation. I think you kind of deserve the job, but to be honest. If yeah. you're Raiders, yeah. if you're the new... Oh, sorry, go on. The other thing I was going to just say about the Raiders, I think, kind of says how overrated they are. I believe they were in four overtime games, and they won all four, which is something that's Not that, sustainable. Yeah, that's the big thing, is that while people say there is something to being clutch, with the teams in the NFL, how it kind of works is you can be clutch in one season, clutchness over time isn't really a thing. Like in the playoffs, maybe like Tom Brady's often known as very, very clutch, but when you see a lot of overtime games that you win, that's not something that's going to be repeatable every season. I believe we saw this with the the Lions one season where Stafford won a bunch of overtime games, or a bunch of like last second games, and... Just when you win a lot of close games, that show that's something that's not going to happen. And like next year, if they went even two and two in those games, they don't make the playoffs. Especially with yeah. the new rules too. 
that the first team who scored a touchdown wins the game in overtime. If they don't get ball first in those games, they could be what six and six and eleven instead yeah. of ten and seven. But their like record, their expected oh, yeah. win percent, win loss record based on their point differential was seven and ten. But if yeah. you're a Raiders fan or the new, actually, if you're even the new GM of the Raiders, whoever that will be, I don't know why they fired Mike. You Mayo. got you got oh, two. On, I, I, like Mike, I like Mike. Mike. But you got, you got two like jobs, and it's that you got to get a number one receiver that's not a slot receiver because you got Renfro already, and then you got to get a better secondary. But like, there's pieces there, and you should be excited. As a, you yeah. people excited always as say, Raiders people fan. always say, like, um, you know, the first step to improving a secondary is to get a good pass rush. Yeah, and, yeah. Back yeah. Done. and Max Nate, Crosby, how do you feel about Nate Hobbsley? I yeah, like Max, Max Crosby, Crosby really broke out this year. And at Nate, one point, yeah. I did, oh sorry. And Nate, I'm sorry, Nate Hobbs, the top rookie. So you got you got pieces there. Just you need a number one receiver. And you need another cornerback to pair with Nate Hobbs, who hopefully develops the sophomore season too. Yeah, one point I did want to make about that Bengals Raiders game is that game would have been a lot closer if that touchdown whistle situation that we kind of know that the league and officials on the field refed a little bit incorrectly mm-hmm. was turned into a field goal instead of a touchdown. I feel like that game would have been a lot tighter just I towards think that the pass end. Is picked. I think he was in front of the screen. No, I don't think. He's it, not definitely definitely not in front. They showed the replay. Yeah, but but I don't think it's picked. I think the I think the play was. Yeah, I mean, watching that has would have been broken I, I thought, up. I don't, no, I don't think it would have been broken up. Is what I'm saying. I don't I, think it would have mattered at all. But I don't know. I mean, the Raiders still made it to the playoffs and contended with the Bengals and kept it to a one-score game and held the Bengals' offense with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, and Tyler Boyd to 26 points. Well, they, which they really tied, is they tied pretty good up in the red zone. But Carr, and, I mean, Carr, Burrow, and Chase were doing whatever they wanted. This is the 26th ranked defense. This is not a good defense. Yeah. They really shouldn't have been in it, been in the playoffs anyway. But one last thing about the Raiders. Who are we looking for for head coach? I know Jeremy. Re- uh, I agree with Jeremy. I agree, I agree with Jeremy. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think the Raider Rich coach, I think his name is what? Rich Pisaccia? Yeah. He's, yeah. Sure, he's a very, like, players coach. Those mm-hmm. those guys don't always work out well in the league, but he seems to have his, like, team really far behind yeah. him. I guess the Really pushing thing. for him. And I like his gesture of him writing oh, all yeah, those, like, thank awesome. you letters to all of his players. Yeah, really oh, I didn't Like, doing that, that for 53 guy. guys on a team that made the playoffs, like, that's going to leave an impact on them and really the, drive them to the start next season. The other thing I feel like is just hearing the players. I remember I read an article where they said, like, how much after the game Derek Carr and Max Crosby were advocating for the coach. Mm. Like, I remember they basically both said that, I think Derek Carr basically said, look, I know it's not my decision, but I know what I would say. And they were, and just the fact that your players have that much confidence in your coach, I think kind of says all you need to say. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I always say. Like, so much about, like, coaching, like, we and how good a coach is, we don't see. Like, how much does a coach have his team? How much does he have the locker room? So if he has the locker room, who are we to say, like, you know, obviously it'd be cool if like Jim Harbaugh went there. We don't want to see that. Oh, and he's, the, he's the bigger name. Well, Ellis would want to, want to see it for a different reason. <laughs> he's the bigger name. But if this coach has um, the locker room, then he should stay. All right. Moving on, we are going to skip the Patriots because I have a feeling that is going to be an intense discussion. <laughs> and also, it's Blake's bedtime, so I want to get him a. Ch- I want to give him a chance to talk about what went wrong for the Philadelphia Eagles. Go ahead, Blake. Well, unfortunately, a lot more went wrong than I would have hoped. But as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, obviously not the way I pictured the season ending. But still, a lot of good things to look forward to. And really, that happened this past season. An Eagles team that was supposed to win four wins, three wins, five wins, won nine. And I don't care about their easy schedule. I don't care about their close wins against bad teams and how they got spanked against good teams. We made the playoffs, and that's all that matters. Because you could be 9-8 being good teams, 9-8 being bad teams, and you'd still be in the exact same position. 
So we won when it mattered against the Saints, against the Washington football team. Unfortunately, against the Bucks, we got spanked like a badly behaved child. And they <laughs> were the better team. The which we, which, <laughs> we, which we do not endorse on this podcast, by the way. <laughs> well, um, you know, if your child's particularly badly behaved, boy, maybe it's okay. from Oh, my God. <laughs> they were obviously the better team, and that's what happens when you go against the GOAT in the playoffs. And it's just that simple. Exactly. Now you've come around. <laughs> Before we can go move forward with the Eagles, though, we have to look back. Jalen Hurts had some good moments and a lot of bad moments. And as an Eagles fan, I'm really not sure if I'm on that Jalen Hurts boat. I'm not sure if we should look otherwise. Uh, Howie Roseman today in the interview said that he did enough this season to earn the starting job. And, you know, I think I agree with that. I think, I mean, he's this was basically his rookie year. Last year, he only played a couple games. And... This is what I need to see out of him in the upcoming season. He's already an elite rusher, I'm going to say it. He's already, in my opinion, the second best running quarterback in the league. Maybe Deshaun Watson could be better. Lamar? Hurts. Kyler? No, Kurtz is better rusher. Yeah, as purely a rusher. Kyler just runs around. He doesn't really rush for... I think Josh Allen's a better rusher. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, Josh Allen's Josh Allen's on. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen's on. Alright, he's still... He's up there. He's up there. The point is made. What I need to see improve more than anything is pocket presence and decision making. Because sometimes when he's out there and you just watch the games, sometimes it just doesn't seem what he like. He knows what he's doing. But if that improves and his passing, which I believe will improve like most quarterbacks do, he needs experience. I think he can come along handy. That said, I don't think the Eagles should not look at other options. If there are other options such as Rodgers. I mean, I'm a hopeful no. Eagles fan no. on the board. No. You gotta look at it. Well, if you want to lose in the NFC Championship game, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess the one, the big thing I feel like is that I don't think there necessarily will be other options, to be honest. Just because this year's a really kind of not a great year for quarterbacks. There's not really, outside of like maybe Jimmy G, I don't really know what other good quarterback options there are. Deshaun Watson's gotta well, go somewhere. Watson, Watson, I'm, I'm not including Watson for obvious reasons. I'm sure. He's really great hey, for some He's not people. missing out on two years of money. He'll settle for whatever about those right. Look, wants. My point is that Watson, outside of Watson, because some teams aren't gonna want to, I don't know if the Eagles do or don't, but hey, the, outside, there isn't really many people <laughs> other than Garoppolo. And the, like, even Garoppolo, I, yeah. I agree with that, and that's why I think Hurts should be the guy for one yeah. more season. I just don't think yeah. of him as our franchise guy just yet. I would want to see, yeah. I think I'm, give him another testing year. And this offense, we I mean, this team, we were carried mostly by our offensive line or our rushing game. Mm-hmm. And that's why this off season, I really want to see the Eagles get a wide receiver. But to help I think the draft, the draft is going to be huge. The draft is huge. I think you have a John Mechie or a Jamison Williams. On the I Eagles feel like they have a I mean, good we foundation. Have I'm, I'm, very, I'm very confident one of those Alabama receivers will be joining. We have three stay. top 20 gonna go second. draft picks mm-hmm. this year. That's three. That's incredible. But even though, again, if we can get Calvin Ridley, I know I'm uh, hopefully, well, fan, that would be massive. Cal- I would love to see Calvin Ridley. I could see Calvin Ridley. I actually could. They have a good foundation of their offense. You want to talk about a top, probably, 10 tight end, Dallas Goddard, who had a very good year. He Devon- drops the ball, though. Uh, the, the best rushing offense in football. The best rushing offense in football, uh, Devontae Smith, who, if it wasn't for Waddle and Chase, we would be talking about what a great rookie season he had. Wait, can I have, I have a question. Me and Blake have been debating for a long time. I say Miles Sanders is, the, I don't think the best rushing attack in football, but I still say Miles Sanders is the fifth best running back 
when all of them are healthy, of course, in the NFC East <laughs> behind Tony Pollard. And my that's crazy. a really interesting point. <laughs> NFC East has very good running backs. Yeah, he's when healthy. When healthy, I mean, he's one healthy. of the best running backs. Sanders averaged five and a half anymore. Saquon. He's been beat, really banged up the past few years. I know. Sanders averaged five and a half yards per carry. Wait, so, wait, so it's Saquon is one of the best O lines of football. I guess that kind of makes sense though, because I think Saquon's better. I think Gibson's better. I think Zeke's better. And Pollard's better than Zeke. In my I think opinion, Gibson's now. A, top, a top like seven. Right Pollard, Pollard. Yeah. When you watch Pollard running, he's really so like much more dynamic than Zeke. But I think the Eagles, like you know, you have Fletcher Cox who's getting up there in age. Derek Barnett was injury plagued. Um, they've got some free agents on that defensive line. Brandon Graham. And, and Brandon Graham. Darius Slay had a great year. Darius Slay had a pro year, so, and they, but they need more towards him. Even I mean, so, we have, I feel like we have a criminally underrated defense. I mean, if you think about some of these guys you've probably never even heard of Josh on our defense. Sweat, Josh Hart. Sweat, Hargrave, Avante Maddox. Who's your, your, your middle linebacker that got your team in tackles? Alex Singleton. No, uh, man. Yeah. Alex Singleton is a TJ Edwards. TJ Edwards. Singleton had a great year. I mean... We have old veterans who are, I'm sure, locker room presence greats and young players who are underrated. And I think if we can just develop them like we should be able to do, then we could have a, a good, promising future. I think the number one thing I would say would be to improve the secondary. Also, the one uh, good I thing... I think receiving core is the number one thing. Receiving core? Yeah. Yeah. Smith is not... I don't think they're going to build their team around like a deep passing attack. Yeah, honestly, they I think just, the receiver breaker is a bust. They, they just say need, that. They need another yeah. weapon. Speaking of, there's one good thing that came out of this Bucks game. Jimmy. I hope we never see Jalen Rager in a Philadelphia yeah. Eagles uniform ever again. Bro, whatever happened to Greg well, we Ward? Went, and, 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 like, I know you don't want to talk about it, but literally, like, every single one of the Eagles wins. I think one of them, like, the only somewhat yeah, impressive sucked. one Their was the Saints. Sucked. They beat the football team. They lost team to the Giants. Either so. We, everyone knew we had an easy schedule, and we were still predicted to get four wins, five wins. I still think we brag about nine wins. We're talking a lot for the Eagles. Like, when they really did not even put up any fights against playoff teams. Like, they have 50 points put up against someone in their last game of the season. 50 points. And against they, our right. third stringers. Oh, okay. No. no, they did bench. They bench hurts. Okay, like so I'm going to be benched 31 through the first two and a half quarters versus the Bucks. That's what happens when you put Tom Brady in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you watch that game, Tom Brady was playing good, but like, I've got the he was not playing out of his mind. I've got the Bucks. I don't think so. The Eagles, Eagles were getting pressure, too. No, yeah, they had no pressure. What are you talking about? On third down, we Brady was sacked three times on third downs, like two straight drives. In the first half, there was no That's not true. The first half. They got three sacks. Brady got sacked three times on third down in the first half. Yeah. They were we didn't deserve to win. We muffed a punt. Twice. It's that simple. You didn't deserve to win for a lot of reasons. I mean, <laughs> I mean right. move on to the next team. Yeah, let's move next on to another team. NFC East team. And this one could get interesting. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, mm. The Dallas Cowboys. There's a lot of hopes. They looked really good out of the gate. They finally got some semblance of a defense. Micah Parsons, obviously, was a home run of a draft pick. He made first team all pro. Jacob has his uh, complaints with the Trayvon Diggs. He's but he, so bad. He also made all pro. <laughs> What? Um, you can't tell. He's uh, one of the reasons they lost this game. He's overrated, but he's not so he bad. in this game. He's a plus player on the field. He got cooked by Brandon Ayuk. Bro, he that was bro. one route where Ayuk dropped the ball. Letting up yards or turnovers. No, he wasn't good this game, but to say Trayvon Diggs is so bad, he listen, he's overrated. Oh, like, he's not so bad. He's not the he problem. Not he's an, not the problem. He's him. not all pro. He should not be the number one Number one. This year, but you're right. Normally, yeah. When you have 11 picks, you're all pro. I mean, he was. Yeah, I know. You're about to be number 11 That's like 200, but hits 40 home runs. Is that a good player? Yeah, that player will tell you. He's creating turnovers. Yeah, he's creating turnovers, but he's given up so many. In modern day football, turnovers are more important. I think he's given up like 14 touchdowns this year. Turnovers are more... I'd rather have someone who lets up a a lot of yards but gets a bunch of turnovers than someone who... He's given up more touchdowns than he has turnovers. turnovers. 
Look, Trayvon Diggs is not the yeah. problem with the Cowboys. I'll tell you what the problem he gave with the up Cowboys. More, he gave up more yards, touchdowns, and okay. completions than Stephon Diggs had receiving. <laughs> it's true. Brother, we love. And Stephon Diggs yeah. have 11 picks. It's a, meaning, it's a meaningless stat. Stephon Diggs doesn't play defense. It's a meaningless yeah. stat. You're not going to bend. Oh, I'm not arguing about, about this. Stephon Diggs. That's, like, that's, that's a no betting is, stat. No one's saying you should bench him. That sounds like what you're saying. That's what he's saying. He's saying he's not kidding. I'm saying he's not kidding. 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 He's it doesn't even matter if it's I'm the, not saying the Cowboys roster's not the issue. It's, it's the their culture and the coach. Yeah. Here's here's my thing yesterday. We were talking about this yesterday. The three problems with the Cowboys. It's situational football. Yep. It's penalties. Yep. They're, and, they're so undisciplined. Yeah, and it's close games. Three of their four three of their five losses have come from less than three points. They're first in penalty yardage. That's on the coach. This is a crazy talented team. And they play, their offense was first in points. Their defense was seventh in points. They had two top ten, uh, they had a top ten offense and a top ten defense, and they lost in the first round. And what was their downfall against the 49ers? Clock management. Penalties. Penalties. Undisciplined. And then at the end of the game, it's finger pointing. Prescott's pointing fingers. It's just a bad culture there. So, Mike yeah, McCarthy Prescott telling the fans to boo the ref yeah. and throw stuff out yeah, there. He apologized. He yeah, apologized. Yeah, apologize. I don't care. Apologies don't mean. <laughs> also, you always yell the refs and boo at them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm not a player. Fair <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair point. That's fair um, well, anyway, I think the first step is you got to fire Mike McCarthy. They're I know going, not Max wants to give him another year. No, I, is there a better alternative out there that you could sign? Dan Quinn. Put Dan Quinn. No, Dan. The Dan Quinn Falcons were always pretty mid. Like. The Giants interviewed Dan Quinn today. I do not want them to sign Dan Quinn. That'd or Kellen Moore, bro. Kellen Moore was fantastic. like a hot. Kellen Moore was a hot shot offense. Why not Brian Flores? Or Brian Flores? Go but they're probably going. Or I know he's house. not. They want, someone, they want someone who's white. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's yeah, actually a point. Yeah. Look at their history. <laughs> Fox, their Fox. History. My <laughs> issue with Kellen Moore, Michael is, Irvin. I think he's too young of a coach to lead all of the egos of the Cowboys. He's also thirty. He's thirty-five. He is a young coach who. I mean, I just, young. Yeah, no. I, I don't. I don't know if he's thirty-five, Fox. But anyway, McVay is really played an entire NFL career. McVay is not leading any big personalities. Kellen Moore is thirty-three. The one dude. Odell Beckham. That was not in his first dude, year as a head coach. Kellen Moore will this be This is dude as his experience and a seasoned coach. Yeah, yeah. Kellen Moore as a head coach said. leading a team this big, that's so much pressure on him. But they should go for someone who's proven and experienced. Like Jason Garrett. Like Jim Harbaugh. That's <laughs> where he should go. Harbaugh in Dallas. No, that's Jason where Garrett, he should I go. Guess. Dallas, Dallas would, be, would totally draft Harbaugh and suck. That would, Harbaugh. that would be a pick Soap opera. Oh my god. Oh Harbaugh, my god. Harbaugh's the most overrated coach of all time. Because all, he could, the all he can do, all he Why did. Super Bowl coach. No, Super Bowl coach. If you look at Michigan, if you look at Michigan throughout their years, besides this year, all credit to him this year. He had top five recruiting classes, and half the time they're not even ready top He was a great college. coach in the NFL. He rebuilt that point. He sure. made Alex Smith a good quarterback. Then he turned Colin Kaepernick into like and it was Super Bowl quarterback, yeah. and he got fired after one eight and eight season. But he, other than this season, he has underperformed at Michigan every single year. So much so that the fans this year were calling for his firing before this year. So I mean, I, a year can turn it around, but I'm going to take his what eight years worth of work and be like over. And also, he he's such a good recruiter that he had top five recruiting classes. He this should not have been the first year he made it to the um, final four. Is he an upgrade to Mike McCarthy though, Ellis? I mean, yeah, because yeah, Mike yeah, McCarthy. That's what they don't get brought in. Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy is that bad. He's not. He's, he's not. He's a winner. He's a proven winner in the NFL. 
not, he's not, right, not, not postseason. He's good, but he's not going to take the Cowboys to the next level. He'll keep them in this sort of range where they'll make the playoffs. He's not bad. The be an exciting team, but they won't push past that. Yeah, the best thing about Mike McCarthy is he's bad. Here's two questions I'll ask you about the Cowboys. One, what are impressions of Dak Prescott in his first season back? Fantastic. What do we do with the running back situation? Fine. Pollard's amazing. I think, Fine, I think it's working. Just keep bro- just keep I think rolling. it's working, but give Pollard one more. How much yeah. cap space do you have? have? Uh, I'm not sure, but Pollard averaged over one more yard per carry than Zeke, uh, and Zeke yeah. got a lot more carries. You know what is scary? Yard season. It's, it's scary to think that Micah Parsons is just getting better. That is yeah, true. It's insane. That is true. He's already probably the best linebacker in the league. And they have Van Der Esch Pop, and best linebacker Gregory and this Lawrence season? were both injured this year. Name one better this season. Than Micah Parsons? I'm an Eagles fan. Name one better this season. Linebacker? Linebacker. Micah Parsons, can, Watt. Micah Parsons can yeah, do it. I don't know if he can. There you go. But is he in line? Do you know what does he play cover Dude, a ma- uh, he's still a Parsons middle line. line. No, Micah Parsons can do it all. Benny Who's the best Mike linebacker? I think Bobby Wagner. Nah, Parsons had a better season, bro. Yeah, he did. The thing of Parsons Parsons was not good in coverage, though. How are we going to count this? You can say you Oh, oh, I know. Darius Leonard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Okay. Big Top three. He's pretty similar, similar, actually. He's a rookie. As a rookie, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's but he's also in a very good defense, so he's really given a chance to shine. Yeah. So let's move on <laughs> to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, this is a anti-Ben Roethlisberger podcast. Uh, yes. We're glad to see his trash ass out of there. Now the Steelers can finally move on because they held him back. He held him back for a couple years. Najee Harris, I know this has been a point of controversy on, on the podcast. It's great. Um... I would say, if you look at his advanced numbers, he's great. Yeah. He is great. He did he average great. under four yards a carry. Sure, but he got... He had look, some trash games, including the one against But if you look, his offensive line was one of the worst in the league. His offensive he line. got hit yeah. behind the line. Look at his yards after Oh, but no one's saying that about Saquon Barkley, too. Yeah, it's not about it's not about Giants are You're just mad your running backs washed, man. It's no. okay. No, <laughs> no, we're not talking about. No, that. we are not. I say the same things about Saquon. He's getting hit behind the line, and he has no O line. What are you talking Dude, about? Teams at the top. Cool. How many yards did Saquon have this year? I don't know. He, he had like five hundred. Yeah, Najee Harris didn't miss anything, and he had twelve hundred yards. And, and he does fumble. And five hundred yards in the uh, as a receiver, and he didn't even Saquon have that great either. year. He's two career fumbles in four years. Bomb. Also, the thing about Najee Harris is that he got like a hundred percent of like the Steelers carries. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he had twelve hundred. So he had a twelve hundred yard season, but the Steelers were twenty eighth in rushing. All right, so. I think the big thing with the Steelers, at least to me, random sidebars about Saquon aside, is that, honestly, just, I just don't see them, uh, it's not that I'm not happy Big Ren retired, I just don't really see them doing any better next year than they did this year, because I just don't know who great. they're gonna, re- what? Who's the Dude, their receivers are insane. Who are they gonna replace Big Ben with? Kenny oh, okay. Pickett, a rookie? No, Kenny Pickett's no. not gonna be He's not gonna- I like Kenny Pickett. If it depends. Any rookie will be better than Big Ben. Steelers, I don't know bro, bro, Big Ben put up together a respectable season, man. No, yeah, like without being think, able to throw the ball. Down I think the field. Ev- I think most rookies can probably get better than Big Ben did this year. I don't think they'll necessarily also, be, be better, better than him out of the game. The reason they're so bad in sacks is partly because Big Ben can't move. move. Yeah, yeah. So partly to that, but it's also their terrible. Bro, run. if you watch them, dudes, they sucked. No, I, I, they, I think they were I, not good. But there are college teams with better offensive lines. No, uh, there's not. Alabama, no, there's not. Alabama, no, there's not. Bro, there is no, there is no part of any college team that is better than any NFL professional team. Alabama receivers. No, no. What are you talking about? No, Max. Bro, the Patriots. No, I knew you were saying that. If you gave me three Alabama receivers, they would be better. Look at Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, who's the third but guy. That, the Matt, you are becoming me with Brady. You're in the rest of the team to make okay. Matt Jones. But then in college, we get f***ed in the NFL. What do you mean? <laughs> it's true. Jalen Waddle yeah. was 
first off, Jalen Waddle was injured all college. He barely played. But part of the reason they're so good is because they got developed in the NFL. When they were in college, they were placing these teams. Bro, yeah. we now have, they're facing the Patriots the best. have Nikhil Harry on their offense. Nikhil Harry on offense. They're facing the top 1% of athletes in the world. They will be worse. They will still be better than some teen skill groups. Not at all. Uh, the Patriots don't even have like a quality uh, wide receiver. And some of the Steelers. And Nelson Aguilar. Shut up about Nelson Aguilar. Oh my so god. Trash. Uh, right, so good. Back, back to the Steelers. Yeah. I honestly, I think this is a very desirable spot for a lot of oh, free absolutely. agents. I think this defense, they, they just need to jack up their secondary and they're good. Offensively, just replacing quarterbacks the only hole really. Offensive line. With a mobile quarterback, that can be solved. No, but they still can't run the ball. You still need a better O line. You don't a mobile need... quarterback opens the running. It does. Yeah, but not like as much as like... it opens it. I think it does. I don't think. I still think they need to improve the offensive line. Yes, they will. I'm sure they will. There's seven rounds in the draft for a reason. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I, I no, think... there's no need to curse there. Jake. There's one <laughs> I was mad at Mac because no. College. You're just mad that like no college you know nothing player. about yeah, college football. I don't look at those guys. You do. Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle would be way better than multiple teams in this Right now, if they were, yes. But when they were in college, they are not better than Well, yet. they did. Look at Justin, guys like Justin Jefferson coming into the NFL, man. And guys, oh, who's the other guy? Jamar Chase. You tell me those two good dudes in their first seven games in the NFL weren't better than some artist receivers in the NFL right now? First seven games in the NFL? Sure, but not in college. Like, no, on that, that part I sort of agree with facts. Yes, the yeah. best wide receiver in college is probably better than the, the worst yeah, wide receiver. Fine. No, because you understand the competition, the worst wide receiver plays versus the competition, the best wide receiver plays. I'd rather True, have a 16 year old. I think any Alabama wide receiver in route. I would <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you, could, you could die on that hill, Jacob. I don't think many people will agree. Connor Olszewski. Connor Anyway, one thing about the Steelers is that they're in a very tough division that's only going to get better. The Bengals could be <laughs> what a you get better. That division's not going anywhere. What? Except for the Bengals. The Ravens? Give them oh, because oh, the Lombardi. Oh, shut up. The Browns? This division is the Bengals division for the, Ravens the next 10 years. The Ravens what? Joe Burrow going to be fire, man. Are you kidding me? I mean, the Browns and Bengals. Dude, you're right, I'm not. The, the Browns are not winning the division with Baker Mayfield. But they might. But Baker, Baker was injured Mayfield. this year. Right, his shoulder was the entire his year. Left shoulder. He wasn't even that good the year before. Sure. You really think Baker Mayfield is going to be back in ten years? I wasn't saying like actually ten you're years. Well, then why did you like, say it? The next, like, it's, he was making gonna, a general point. Exactly, they're going to be dominant over the next. Say what you mean. Would you have said the Bengals would have won the division last year? No, because they got some more chase this year. They got Joe. No, I said if you were to pick this year at the start of the season, would you say the Bengals would have won the division? No, no I, said, I would have said the Ravens. Yeah, see, so the Ravens have you are the solid competition against them right now. Marcus Peter out for the season. Marlon Humphrey out for the season. J.K. Dobbins out for the season. All I'm hearing, Lamar overrated. Oh my oh god! Lamar, my also, god. he did have a dangerous with bad season. Oh, yeah, yeah, he but sucked. Not overrated. He I mean, he's suck. overrated. For expectations, he he's sucked. He's overrated. Very overrated. He doesn't suck. He's a good he's okay. a top 10 QB. Let's let's yes, discuss this. Let's discuss this. We do not use the word sucked unless a player is objectively bad. Wait, why are we talking about the Ravens in the first place? That's true. Because I was talking about the AFC. Jalen Rager sucks. Lamar Jackson does not suck. That guy's so bad. Jacob, if you say someone sucks, if they're not objectively bad, you are wrong. If they are objectively bad, like Jalen Rager sucks. Yeah. He's getting no, he's I going crazy over the first quarter <laughs> of you, a first half. First half. Guys, if you, were Mike, if you were Mike Tomlin and could pick any of the free agent quarterbacks in the NFL right now, who'd you take for the, t- the Steelers? Roger. No, no, I'm not counting Rodgers. Realistically, dude, I kind of want to see... Mike Lennon. What do, think, what do we think about Matt Ryan in Pittsburgh? I think that would be a good fit. That would be a good fit. Uh, uh, he's a stopgap. 
I could see another that defense replacing an quarterback. Would they trade for old and mobile quarterback? Is Matt Ryan a free agent or fourth round pick? Yeah, I don't know if the Falcons would get rid of Matt Ryan for a fourth. I would like to see he can groom a rookie quarterback. I'd like to see Russell Wilson for two years. I would like to see Russell Wilson. Oh, that'd be good. What about, uh, what, if, what if they move Jimmy Garoppolo? What if they... I think <laughs> Trubitsky would be a good shout for Pittsburgh. I actually like Trubitsky a lot. No, bro. Bro, we're not taking shots on Trubisky. Trubisky can't throw to one half of the Maybe entire the field. We're not talking Mariota, Trubisky. Mariota might have the I want Mariota to sign the Giants. He Mariota, dude, I remember in that Patriots Titans starter. game, Mariota has the weakest NFL arm. Like, almost my No, Jake Fromm does. Oh, almost Jake Fromm. <laughs> that's right. Jake Fromm is so bad. All right, anyway, that's the Steelers. Let's move on to the Cardinals. The Cardinals, they started 7-0, and then lost six of their last ten games. They completely fell apart down the stretch. Kyler Murray had a little bit of a down season. He only played in right, 14 be, games. Being honest, though, he was missing his number one target for a lot of the year, and that's a huge thing. He was missing Hopkins, yeah, that's but a he huge also thing. had Kirk. Okay. A.J. Green had a better year than I thought he did. Okay, but right? Kirk and A.J. Green have nothing to do to what you're expecting of, of having D-Hoff. I know, but he had NFL wide receivers. He had three NFL wide receivers. Yes. Legitimate. So, and he had, like, he, did, he, he had a down season. Like, not, you know, we were expecting him to be towards the top of the league and mm-hmm. taking that next step, and he really didn't. Um, but I don't think the Cardinals' offense is the problem. I think you look at the defense, and it's very top-heavy. I think they really need to improve their depth. You know, Chandler Jones and Buddha 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 were Buda, quote, Buda. pro bowlers. But other than that, Marcus Golden did have 11 sacks. But other than that, their defense is just really not deep. Um, first question I'll ask, what are we thinking about Cliff Kingsbury? Oh, what a trash. Uh, no, he's not trash. He's a good offensive mind. I just don't. I just think time and time again, he's shown he doesn't have the leadership qualities to lead an NFL team deep into the postseason. In fairness, he is young and this was his first playoff game, so I feel like he should have a little bit more of a leash than people are giving him. I mean, but it's not just that the Cardinals lost that just, game; they looked completely overmatched. They looked completely outcoached. Cliff Kingsbury, like even worse like maybe than the Eagles. Cliff Kingsbury looks like an O. Cliff Kingsbury should be an OC in my opinion. I think he'd be a very good OC. I just don't think he's quite fit for the head coach job. I mean, because you see a lot of a lot of new head coaches that are coming in. A lot of them are more are, like the new ones coming in now. A lot of them are defensive minded. I don't think so. I think a lot of the guys no, that are now are offensive. I think more defensive. Look at who's left. Let's look who's left in the playoff. Taylor, um, Vrabel's the Taylor. exception. Zach Taylor. Uh, Zach Taylor is um, offensive. Andy, um, Andy Reid's an offensive coach. McVay's an offensive coach. Are you saying they're offensive coaches? Does they have good offenses? No, that's like their specialty. McDermott is demon. McDermott is defensive, but um, Matt LaFleur is an offensive coach. Kyle Shanahan. Did you see that stat? The Washington Redskins uh, staff under Jake Football Green. team. Kyle Shanahan. because it was Redskins, Redskins at that time. Oh. It was Kyle Shanahan. Um, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Oh, who's the guy you just mentioned? Um, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur mm. and um, Sean McVay, all in the same offensive coaching staff. That's that team also had 7-9. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was RG3. That was the funniest thing about it. That, that was the Kirk that Cousins was years. RG3 and Kyle, uh, Kyle Shane. No, was that a Kirk Cousins year? Sean McVay was the tight ends coach. Matt LaFleur was the QB coach. Like That's crazy. How, what is the qualification of being a tight ends coach? I always wonder. Like, these random people are tight ends coaches. Well, like, they probably play tight ends in college. Can. You told me Sean McVay played the worst. There's no way Sean McVay. That dude's like 5'11. That's like that. He put him a tight end that dude's He understands tight ends. He understands tight ends. Um, yeah, but really a disappointing season for the Cardinals. I, I mean, I thought when they started, what, 10-0, and, and then you looked at the remainder of the schedule, seven they were 7-0. Seven seven, there was really two seasons for the Cardinals, the first half and the second half. For sure. Yeah, and I think they really just need to improve their depth, and obviously Hopkins getting hurt, as Jacob said, um, really hurt. So finally, let's move on to the New England Patriots, who got butt-slapped in Buffalo, 
from the very first play from scrimmage. They completely were overmatched. Um, the Patriots, kind of three seasons for the Patriots. Talk about the Cardinals having two seasons. The Patriots started out losing two of their first six, then they won seven straight. Then after that bye, they lost three of the last four. Um, they really ran the ball well. I really like what they have at running back in Stevenson and Harris. But the defense is slow. They're, and they're going to lose a lot of free agents, as we'll talk about. Mm. They don't have a number one receiver. And let's talk about Mac Jones. Mac, you on the floor. So we started off by talking about Mac Jones. <laughs> so first off, I want to just talk about how Mac Jones put together a very respectable season as a rookie. Had a 92.5% passer rating, which is pretty high in the league. Overall, by PFF, I know some people don't really like PFF yeah, rankings and how they rank quarterbacks. I like PFF. But generally, like generally, they give you some sort of good bearing on how a quarterback's played over the year, over the season. And Mac Jones ranked 11th in terms of PFF. And in terms of some of his other stats, he was 9th in completion percentage, 11th in pass yards, and 12th in touchdowns. So he really is kind of hovering over that range. And honestly... For a rookie to do that and for a rookie to take a team to the playoffs, that's honestly pretty impressive, especially with as depleted as a receiving core as the Patriots had. Going into the season, in terms of the receiving talent and weapons that Mac Jones had available, they were ranked 26th. Like, when you, who is scared on defense when you're coming up against Kendrick Bourne no and way. Jacoby Myers? No Those just aren't guys who could beat cornerbacks one-on-one. Yeah, that, They're guys that could be schemed open, you gotta which give, are nice. you got to give Matt... Matt Jones credit for working with what you he's doing. Yeah. yeah. And James White got hurt in this. Yeah. Yeah. James, James White was honestly present for a lot of the Patriots wins. Like he was a huge part of their win streak. Like, I knew like a couple of Matt, Matt Jones's best throws came on just throws out of the backfield where Mac Jones, oh, uh, where James White would just run a wheel route or something deep and Mac Jones would just find him perfectly on the spot. Well, Mac Jones is the least of the Patriots problems. Yeah. But honestly, talking about the receivers, I think that group will you know, overall. You know, you know the Pats can really use? Who? Nate Soldier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. no, okay. I think the Patriots receiving core will take a step forward next year. Usually for younger players or players in the first year in the Patriots system, they tend to struggle. So I think guys like Kendrick Bourne might take a bit of a step forward. They started to use him really well rushing towards the end of the season, and I think that would really improve. Yeah. That's sort of what no, no, is. I'm saying he was good, but I think he could take, take a step forward and move into more of the Deontay Johnson, like kind of like high-tier wide receiver two kind of Aguilar category. Aguilar, like Deontay Johnson kind of level. Aguilar. Kendrick Bourne. In terms think, of it's just combined rushing and I think you could get by. Here's what I think they have right now. I think they have a solid red zone tight end in Hunter Henry. I think Jacoby Myers is like a borderline NFL, like, number four receiver. He's a wide receiver and, three. He's a wide receiver three. He's a four. He doesn't score at all. It doesn't matter. He, he catches his down slant routes. He always gets it. They don't actually target him in the end zone, really. And, like, that's, and, that's and Kendrick Bourne, I think, is a, like, deep threat number three receiver. I think they actually need, like, some NFL... Play. They need a playmaker. They have no yeah. playmakers. That's they don't have. They don't have a, don't have a single player. Look okay. what happened when Josh Allen. I actually have a stat on that. In terms of PFF rankings, yeah, so before happy. before Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs, he was overall 29th average in his first two seasons in the NFL. Afterwards, he was sixth and tenth. Okay, but Josh Allen. Same thing goes for same thing goes for Joe Burrow. Same thing goes for Joe Burrow. In his first season, Joe Burrow was 16th without Jamar Chase. After that, number one PFF. That just shows that when you actually bring in a give one of these rookie quarterbacks a real talent on offense who could win one v one on every route. Here's a Josh Allen. I'm not. I'm not comparing him to Josh Allen. I'm just saying the effect that a weapon could have on a young. quarterback. They have a weapon. They have Nelson Aguilar. Really, the Patriots. The, <laughs> oh my God. The Patriots okay. would have won the division if not for their defense completely falling apart. I know you were t- you were yeah. talking the other day about Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones. Matt Judon and the long COVID that he yeah. had. Um, but really, they're just they're just like the same problem I really had all. Um, 
the last couple of years, they're just slow on defense because they're a veteran defense. Yeah. Now Hightower is a free agent. McCordy's a free agent. A little sad. Um, Corey, they're probably both done. What about your secondary? JC Jackson's coming back. JC Jackson's a free agent. I, I honestly, so good. I would not mind. Okay. I respect when people say JC Jackson's good, but I think he's a low tier wide receiver one, uh, cornerback one. I think in many cases he's put into very, very good position scheme wise, and he tends to struggle against like. Top tier wide receivers in one v one coverage. Yeah, until this like, year he was going up against two or three. Yeah, we will, there's nothing that scares me more watching J C Jackson in single man coverage I mean, versus Stephon he Diggs. Cooked. He got cooked. No, it, it's not just he got cooked in one game. He got cooked in both games yeah. this year and both games last year. So everything the Patriots do for the next couple years, next ten years, should be how to beat the Bills. Gotta get faster on defense. Yes. Yeah. But honestly, so much they're losing a bunch of their slower players, and they are going to get a lot of players healthy for they, this they, year. They they need the Kobe Dean. Okay, I would like them to get the Kobe I Dean. But I just want that's the. I, mean, I think Daniel, me and Daniel talking about this the other night. The way the Bills, not the Bills, the Patriots need to improve is how do we stop Josh Allen? Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. And I think a fast linebacker like that could be the perfect way to stop Josh Allen. But it's also like not just yeah. the running. How do you got to improve the second Jerry Jalen Mills was a good signing. Yeah, they also get Jonathan Jones back next year. Who's honestly he's a, he's a good cornerback too. He's nice. He'd be a nice piece to have back. Yeah. And I honestly I I would not mind if the Patriots like JC Jackson walk. A year into after Belichick made all these signings, I think it was hit or miss. They missed on Johnny Smith and Nelson Aguilar. They hit on Matt. They hit on Aguilar. <laughs> they hit on Judon and Jalen Mills. Hunter Henry was. Decent was good. He was a good red zone target, but not really a downfield sort of. You know, you know. Oh, he didn't dominate games like a great tight end, like the great tight ends of the league. But yeah, they just got to get faster on defense. They don't have a lot of draft picks. Like they don't have like an Eagles level of draft picks. But one thing I do want to talk about the Patriots is some of their like you know, kind of more like kind of picking towards injury players. I'm not sure really what the word is, but the Patriots like play, picking players who would have gone in the first Oh, they love that. But, like, wound up getting injured in the last year of college. And one guy I really want to see next year is Ronnie Perkins. He's a linebacker and defensive end. I can't remember where he went to school, but he was a sure-thing first-round prospect towards ACL in his senior year of college. Ended up going in the third round. Sat in the bench all this year, and he's just one player the Patriots are going to get back. Another player like that is a tackle, Yanni Kajust. Mm-hmm. Who's another tackle, drafted in the third round. Injured all of last year. Didn't really get to play too much. The Patriots are... Oh, pretty good to tackle. Like, win solid. Mm. Trent Brown's solid, but I think he'll be getting more playing time, and I think he'll be talented on the line. We were talking about how Winovich and Uche were both. Do you think the Pats Winovich? have a shot at Ridley? I think Winovich... Oh, sorry. What do you mean? Shot of what? Like, do you think they can get Ridley? Ridley? I think they could trade a second and get Ridley. Do I want them to? Honestly, I do not know enough about Ridley's condition. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know, like, what's going on, if he still wants to play football or where he even wants to go. Like... It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Like, I'm sure insiders in the NFL know a lot more about the situation. And frankly, since he's going through mental health stuff, I'm happy that he has actually a little bit of privacy about this. We don't have a ton of people poking around in his life. Like, I'm happy he's not really the big market team like New York and LA where you have cameras in his face all the time. Especially with what we've seen go on with, like, Bios and Osaka. Like, Mm. it's going to be really hard. Like, I don't really, with Mac, unless Mac Jones takes, like, like significant steps forward for them or the Patriots defense becomes like like they were in the early 2000s for them to really compete with the Bills. It's hard to win Super Bowls when you're going in as a wild card team every year. Yeah. And the whole point of this is to win Super Bowls and Josh Allen's not going anywhere. You want to talk about what you see from the Bills? I know the Bills are still alive, but if yeah. you want to talk about why you see, you feel okay. confident. Okay. Also, first off, one player I wanted to mention before that's kind of Kind of a little bit like um, Ronnie Perkins. It's Cam McGrone, another player who's supposed to go a lot higher in the draft. He's also a speedy linebacker. 
that Belichick took, who's just been on IR the entire year. He took, he got, had a big injury at his senior year of college and just was on the bench this year. He was could have been a comeback later in the season, but ended up just not playing. But as you, I, I think the Patriots do need to get faster on defense, and I'm happy that guys like Van Noy and Jamie Collins are oh, going to be yeah. back with the team. Like those dudes, like are part of a Patriots defense in the past, where like they could you know play a bunch of giants, six three, two hundred fifty pound linebackers. They were bend but don't break. That's yeah. not going to work against Josh Allen. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just not the NFL anymore. They got to modernize. Yeah, they got to be fast. But I think the Bills are going to run into some serious cap troubles over the next few years. This, I, as I said earlier in this podcast, this is the best Bills team we're going to see in probably a very, very long time. This, I, I honestly, I think this Bills team is one of the better teams we've seen all time in just terms of talent what? they have. They went ten and seven. They have a you very. You think they get better? No, I think they get a lot worse. Josh Allen is getting paid ten million dollars a year. You don't think they win the division next year? I think they'll win the division next year. So they're getting better with Josh Allen. Your floor. No, they win the division this year. Yeah, but they have more wins. They may have more wins next year. But this is the most talented Bills roster we're going to see. And they're missing Davis White next year. Next year, Josh Allen's number goes up to twenty million. Not that big, but they're going to have to deal with some contracts, and they don't have enough money to keep their rookies. They can push a bunch of money into the future. But what's that going to do when Josh Allen's contract kicks up to forty and forty-five million dollars? They have big free agents like Matt Singletary, Mike Singletary, Mike Singletary, great, good, good player. Mike Singletary is like an old, like played thirty years ago. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Sorry, Devin Singletary. Dawson Knox is a free agent. Deion Dawkins take a cut to save some money, but like he's getting paid a lot of money. And who's their last guy? Tremaine Edmonds. Dude, I know you felt you looked this up just to feel better about that loss. No, the Bills are actually it's. The effect you get when you pay a quarterback top dollar. Like, your team, you're, you can push a ton of money off into the future, but eventually it's going to catch up with your team. They're just going to lose at least one pro baller on both sides of the ball, and that's just going to make them a little bit worse. It's going to give the Patriots a chance while they're still paying Mac Jones, you know, $2 million, $1 million a, a year. They're a good drafting team. They're a good drafting team. They are a good drafting team, and they're very well coached, but they're not going to be able to keep all of their young, good players. They're four. They got so unlucky. They're four is ten wins. Anyway, that's enough of the yeah. Let's talk. Let's move on to predictions. We got. We'll start off with some basketball before we get into the NFL playoffs. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll start off with some basketball. Um, Bulls, Bucks, guys. Who you got? Well, Levine's out, so you gotta pick the Bucks. Oh, look at you looking up injuries. It's a new man. You didn't look it up. You asked me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the one who always forgets injuries. It's this kid right here to my right. Uh, well, I picked the Bucks. I didn't forget the injury. Thank you very much. <laughs> Alex yeah. Crusoe returns tonight. Mm. I, I just think regardless, this Bucks team is too dominant for the Bulls to handle. Even with DeMar DeRozan having an MVP season and Levine having a great season, Lonzo Ball showing great, drastic improvements, I just see Giannis and uh, Middleton as too much I agree, for the, but Bulls, the Bulls, Bulls to handle. But the Bulls have a better record. And season. again, in the playoffs, I agree, but in the regular season, anything can happen. Yeah, I think the Bucks yeah, have a better record by like two games. Well, I'm just saying. Like, they have the same amount of wins. Alright, so we unanimously picked the Bucks. We also unanimously picked the Nets at home. Lakers are an issue. Against the Lakers are just Lakers not the Nets. Because the Lakers are doing really bad right now. And LeBron, LeBron's... They just lost to 40, bo- oh, like 40 points. Who was it, the Nuggets? Games. And because LeBron has been having to carry the team, AD's not been very healthy... Westbrook's been a little bit of disappointment, while the Nets have been playing very well. Legoat James. And this is a game that they get Kyrie at home, because... Uh, yeah, this is... They're going to start paying the fines, right? I don't think they're it's playing. In, I, don't think, I don't think Kyrie's playing at home yet. I thought they said he can pay fines. Oh, right! Wait, wait, wait. He's playing... It's only going to oh, be hard. Road. My bad, my it's bad. It's going to be hard against LeBron. Oh, he KD's out, right? You know what? Oh, yeah. Give me the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Bro, they oh. just lost to the Kings, man. Like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't the care. Kings. I take LeBron over Harden any day of the week. And the Kings are not a bad team. 
Okay, so that's enough basketball. Oof, that was too much basketball. Let's move on to the NFL playoffs. And I can't remember a divisional weekend. Wait, can I make as, a prediction? No. Get, yeah, you could jump in. Yeah, you could predict with us. Yeah. Um, Max, you too, even though you're, you're, both of your predictions won't really count for anything. True. Um, I'll still do a 4 for 4 Don't, don't you um, worry. We can make a category. So anyway, I, can, I don't remember like a divisional weekend where literally all eight teams are really exciting and really good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. Um, first game on the docket is... Look, the, it's going to suck that we can't watch the games with, with, with our boys from home. Yeah. It's, it's definitely nice to watch the games with my friends at school. Shout out, Q's. Um, so first game on Saturday afternoon, we got the Bengals and the Titans. The Titans, the statistically the worst one seed of all time, but they will get Derrick Henry back. And the Cincinnati Bengals are coming. Do you think they celebrated a little too much after that wild card? No, it was like 31 no, years. They deserved it. But this too feel like a little bit of a letdown. Uh, I, we're all picking the Titans. Anybody want to talk about why? Derrick Henry's coming back. He's healthy. Yeah. Fully cleared for yeah, contact. Though, though, I don't know. The Bengals... Although, I definitely... I, the I, Titans I, lost to the Jets this year. Like, they've had some bad games. They've had some bad games, but also... Last two games, Ryan Tannehill's been great. Eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Average only 270 pass yards a game. But... I do, I do think the Titans will just be too dominant. Can they guard Jamar Chase though? The Who's their That's a big problem. It's the, yeah. they've, they've come by and who's the other guy? So I mean, Adore well, Jackson. Adore Jackson. Adore Jackson. Adore Jackson. The, the thing I will say is, I do feel like it's Will Burrow have the time to even throw a Jason. True. I do, the thing I will say is, I do feel like the Titans have gotten a lot more hate than they deserve. Firstly, the Buck, the Jets were mentioned, so I feel like I have the right to talk. And they are the worst ones you've seen in a long time. Yeah, well, like, what you can't debate no, that. I'm not saying that they aren't, but my point, at least about the Jets, the Jets randomly beat two really good teams every year. That's just the Jets. Take that sure. out. But that aside, the more serious thing is they're still a very good team and had a very good record against playoff teams this year. And they still have they have Derrick Henry coming back. The past few weeks they found kind of finally a passing offense. So and AJ Brown has shown his talents. Yeah, now they he have that. So what healthy? Now they yes. have that in addition to. Derrick Henry coming back. I believe they have a pretty good defense, right? And yeah, defense is good. good yes. And I'm not saying that they're they should that they're as good as most one seeds or things like that. I'm not saying that, but I still think that they are a more talented team. They also have a lot more playoff experience than the Bengals because they've been making it the past few years, which I do really feel like matters in the NFL. I feel like it's often very much baby steps where you just get used to the playoffs. And I kind of think. Whatever you think of Zach Taylor, I think Vrabel's a very good coach and the more veteran coach in this situation. And I feel like in this case, I'm going to pick the experience over the youth. I think what it comes down to is, for me, the Titans aren't very... The Titans aren't very, like... They don't make you jump out of your seat. But the Bengals did not... They didn't inspire that last game. It was close. I felt like they should have beat down the Raiders more. Personally, I'm not very high on the Raiders. I just think I think it'll be a high score and fair, and I think it'll be a close game. But I just don't see how you can pick the Bengals over the Titans. What worries me about the Bengals is that last game, Burrow and Chase, they pretty much could do anything they want, and they still only scored twenty six points. So what's going to happen when Burrow doesn't? And a lot of their really good offensive performances have come on home. What's going to be first road game? I know we talk a lot about Burrow's composure and how great he's been this year, but that's like going to be a difficult environment in Tennessee. Uh, I just think the Bengals roster really just isn't there yet. I actually, I think the Bengals will win this game. Oh, really? I, my main reason is I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair, and I just don't think the Titans' offense could keep up with the Bengals if they have to put more than twenty-five points on the board. Interesting. I, I think that if the I think that if that the Bengals could actually like you know dictate the pace in this game and force Tennessee to pass the ball on two out of three downs, 
I just don't think Tennessee really is a team that could be built to, see, to score that many points. I see Cincinnati's banged up defensive front by putting any resistance. Yeah, I mean, if they, I, I just think if Tannehill has to throw the ball more than 30 times, the Bengals will win. And this is a playoff game. It could get high scoring. And if it gets high scoring, the Bengals are going to win. All right, so like, that, yeah. that is the Bengals and the Titans. So let's move on to the 49ers and the Packers. I'm kind of feeling a little – I picked the 49ers, but it's I. It's not an NFC Championship game. So I'm a little bit unsure. Um, yeah, Rodgers plays good in division games. He does play good in division games. Um, yeah. Well, you want more, I'll give you my reason. You know, I love this 49ers team, but it's a playoff game against two really good teams. It's going to be close, right? I, I'm almost, I don't think anyone's going to blow each other out, but in the end, who do I trust? LaFleur and LeFleur and Rodgers or Shanahan and Jimmy G. And in this case, if it's a close game, which I'm predicting it to be, I'm just going to roll with Rodgers and uh, LeFleur. But this is the same, really the same uh, 49ers team almost that ran all over the Packers in the NFC Championship game two years ago. True, but yeah, it's a long time. They don't have the same, like, the 49ers are great, don't get me wrong. That's, this is not the same team. I'm worried about the 49ers' injuries. It's hard to predict if, if we don't know the stats. Debo's ridiculous. We don't know if Bills is playing. We don't know if Fred Warner's playing. And if Fred Warner oh, said he's playing. Well, okay, but he's going to be limited. Bosa, if he's cleared, then he'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm worried about Garoppolo's shoulder. I mean, um, I just don't throw each other. And his son. His son's it's still a close game. Do you trust Jimmy G? I don't, but I trust, I trust Shanahan Rogers. to be able to get the ball out of Debo Samuel's hands. All right, that's fair. And that's what matters. Have Debo Samuel and I think, the, I think the Niners can control this game because they're going to be able to run the ball at will. I think the Packers yeah, are really the talented. Thing I, the thing I will say to you, say in your point, I am picking the Packers for the record, but the while the teams are not necessarily the same and playing the same as they were two years ago when the 49ers blew out the Packers, they have pretty much the same core as they did back then. The Packers, I mean, they've changed a few things. Like, I know Lazard's gotten better. They've brought in A.J. Dillon. They've brought in A.J. Dillon. Dillon. Adams also has gotten a lot better. Uh, but to be fair, the defense Adam, got much. The defense got much. And Darius to be Smith fair, is coming back. To be fair, to be fair though, Adams was—he's gotten better. But Adams was very good that season too. Yes, but he wasn't the current one receiver in the NFL, and now he is. I don't yes, think he, he is now. And I don't think he over Cup Thomas was. Cooper Cup easily could be debated. No, Devontae Adams is the best route runner. I agree. The best hands in the NFL. I agree, but you can't say it's clear. I think I it's pretty clear. I think Cup doesn't dominate the game. I mean, he has a triple crown. Cup just looks so unathletic. All right, look at the stats. Racist. Look at the. I watch him. Look at the stats. It's Cooper Cup. Right. But I'd rather have Devontae Adams in my Me team. Me too. Also, another argument. I know it's kind of like a flawed argument, but like Devontae Adams, he's getting the one. Cooper Cup's getting the three in the slot. Yeah, but Adams also has the rashes. The Stafford's is, not a... The Walker can cover a couple of No, too. but he's no, no Rodgers. First, the best quarterbacks very. don't play in the slot. They could go walk to the slot. No, it's I, not, in, they're not trained to play. They don't play in the slot. It's too bad. Sucks I, to suck. It's no, I will say an actual interesting... <laughs> I will say an actual interesting thing about Stafford, though. We're saying Stafford's not Rodgers. Stafford, debatably speaking, outside of the Randy Moss season... Has thrown the two best season seasons to and receiver also, of all time. And also, I know like we were talking about this last night. Stafford's the top quarterback. Based on the stats this year, he is. Here it comes down to. I don't think this game is going to be a blowout, and I don't think it's going to be incredibly close. I got ten point thirteen point Packers victory because the 49ers are a strong team, but the Packers this season, to me at least, I haven't watched very much games, so I don't have a strong opinion on it. For the certain games I have watched. They're all past your bed dominant. <laughs> there are. A lot of them are past Those your bedtime. Those 425 West Coast games, man. They kill <laughs> the time kill difference or whatever in Wisconsin. I just don't see how the 49ers could hang with them unless 
their offense dominates, which I'm not confident they can. Debo is incredible, but I think Jimmy G plays his last game wow. as a starting wow. nine. Blake Stakes as his as a starting niner, and I think they pass the torch to Lance next season. All right, so that was the first NFC Divisional game. Let's move on to the second one. Oh, wow. uh, hey. According to The Athletic, inside Michigan sources, Jim Harbaugh would take the Vegas yeah, Raiders job if he's offered it. Oh, great. They can be the mediocre team. I picked Packers. I'm uh, not going to explain, though. All right, let's go. Rams, Bucks. Rams, Bucks. This is a very exciting matchup. Uh, obviously, the first time they played this season, the Rams took it to the Buccaneers defense, which was injured. The Buccaneers defense is now as healthy as they've been all year since the first drive when Sean Murphy bumped and got hurt. That's why I'm rolling with the Bucks. I am worried. If this was Chris Godwin, I think we'd all feel a lot better about the Bucks. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. we all, might all pick the Bucks. Um, I think the X factor in this game, because Godwin is out, is T- Tyler Johnson. He had a big game against the Rams last time. He was a little bit what? Tyler Johnson, bro. Dude, that's a bit. He's their number two receiver. That's, that's okay. And, and that's if, why if you're talking about Tyler Johnson to beat the Rams. And that's why I'm picking the Rams. X factor, bro. Dude, he had like a hundred yard game the last time they played. Right, well, Bro, I, and Brady have no chemistry. I hate picking <laughs> fighting on the Brady. field. I always get screwed over by picking against Brady. Yeah, you always but the paper learned. again. I haven't learned. But again, learned. the paper looks so much more, so much favorable for the Rams. Look, I, I think the best way to look at it, I think it's the Rams I mean, match up perfectly against, against the Bucks. Yeah, that is yeah. Put Jalen Ramsey and Mike yeah. Evans. Yeah, I was about to say that. Then you're relying on Tyler Johnson and who's the other guy? I just don't trust Tyler Johnson. Perryman. Also Gronk. Yes, I think Gronk will have two touchdowns. I think Gronk will have a good game. But also the Rams can create pressure with Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Tom Brady. Tristan Worth, we'll see how good yeah, we'll he is. To say, I'm Jensen, with, we'll see. I'm with Fox. I, <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. The Rams match up better. They look better. And my brain wants them to win. They're, my brain thinks they're going to win. But it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. I'm taking it's the It's that simple. He's I coming agree. for bringing. I'm going to agree with Ellis here. I don't think Alex Guerrero's magic herbs are going to protect Tom Brady against Vaughn <laughs> Miller and Aaron Donald. <laughs> this dude is going to get killed out there. Worst is hurt. Jensen is banned up. Like, Brady's going to get murdered. He said this every year. He is not making not, it to the fourth quarter. Let's not put Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald in the Okay, but this year, okay? since getting traded to the Rams, Vaughn Miller has been fantastic. He's had so. three game-winning sacks. That is a lot of game winning sacks. That, that actually is a weirdly amount of Yeah, they must get rid of the ball so quickly. That's true. Listen, there should be no, there should, on paper, there's no reason. But yeah, that why. is disrespectful to the Bucks defense. For sure, but look at look at how the Rams defense outmatches the Bucks defense. And the Rams offense yeah. does not match up. The Bucks defense on does not paper match up as well the deep the, 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 the Buccaneers should have here, funny stat. Who's covering Cooper Cup, Fox? And Odell. And Odell. And Higby. I'm so happy. And Higby. Dude, and Cam Makers and Tony Michelle. I knew Odell wasn't the problem. Colin Cow- our boy Colin Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and it's just kind of how. Bro, it's don't you dare out, talk about Colin Coward. He out. told me the Patriots are the best team in the AFC. Right. He, <laughs> lied. <laughs> he lied to me. He lied to you. Guys, you guys are gonna tell me for this if this doesn't happen. Rams will not be able to run the ball on the Bucks. I agree with you. The Bucks never. Nobody runs on the Bucks. So take Cam Akers out of it. Take Sony bum-ass Michelle out of it. And Stafford's going to have to throw the games 40... Going to have to throw the ball 40 times to win. He can. Can he? He can. The Rams' best offensive game of the season. Damn. One of the best games of the season for the Rams. Stafford threw the ball 17 times. Tom Brady is older than every opposing NFC head coach. Yes! Alright. Chiefs-Bills. I know my friends got the Chiefs here, but... You know... I I thought about this all week. I thought about this all week. How can you bet against a team that threw Dude, seven touchdowns on seven passes? So 
Seven touchdowns. How can you bet against yeah. a team like that? Also has the number do, one or two. Do you know how you can use? Oh, do you know against a guy who threw five touchdowns in ten minutes? The Steelers. He played it against the Steelers. Oh, yeah, I was saying this before. The Bills team. This is a historically good team in terms of the talent they have. So the, they're 10-7. So the no, look at the talent the they have. Look at the talent they so have on the both Chiefs. sides of the ball. Name one bad position for the Bills. Name one bad position for the Chiefs. What? Secondary. Secondary. No, their defense O-line. is good now, but the secondary. O-line's very good. O-line's actually. much better. Yeah. Much they more have two, the Bills have two first-team rookies on their O-line. Green Humphrey. Green Humphrey and Trey Max, Smith. Max, they're first-team rookies, bro. Dude, no, I'm Humphrey, Humphrey, Humphrey's I'm really good. Bills. I like Green Humphrey. I want the Bills to win. I like Joe Judy. I think they're good. I just don't think their offensive line is as good as the Bills. I want the Bills to win really bad, but here's why I have to pick the Chiefs. Well, answer me this question. The Bills could not stop the Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship game. Now Tredavious White is out. How do they stop him this year? I don't know. I don't know. But I just can't bet against... They, they didn't... They scored I can't bet against Mahomes at home. I, I can't okay. bet against Mahomes, Hill, and, and Kelsey. Ellis. I think to Josh Allen's be, to a be better fair, player. To be I fair think, about the... Can I just say about the... Than he was last year. Dude, I think the can defense... I just say about the, can I just say about the touchdown thing? The reason that doesn't mean much to me... They scored seven touchdowns in a row... Last game, the Chiefs scored six. Like, people score a lot of touchdowns in a row. All right, fair enough. Like, fair enough. what's that extra touchdown is not making I don't know. I, I, I'm sensing the vibes. Thing, the thing I will say is the Bills did beat the Chiefs earlier I'm this sensing year. vibes. It was during the Chiefs' slump, so I don't you know, know what to take from this it. Is this is a Stefan Diggs. This is a different team. Chiefs I'm team sensing good yeah. Bills vibes. I'm sensing this good Bills This is a Stefan Diggs revenge game after watching the Chiefs celebration. And get that man another Diggs. chair, because he's going to be watching it again. I think we are, Chiefs win. I think we are overreacting. <laughs> To the bill, we are overreacting to one Bills game when really they underperformed for the entire. For sure, season. for sure. Even their wins, like if you think about the Falcons, no, they're the Jets. And they were especially since the Bills Fox, are streaky. Fox, if they double Tyreek Hill, Look, who's going to be the Bills? Going into the loudest stadium in the NFL. If they Kelsey, double Tyreek Hill, the who's going to be the Bills? McKinnon the best fan. tight end. Jared McKinnon, bro, he had a fantastic game. He had a good game versus the Steelers, but dude is washed. Dude's washed. Dude, he looks so fast. No, that sounds like I don't know football at all. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked he, looked, he looked electric. He, looked, he, looked he brought good, something yeah. completely different. He hit, his, he hit Jacob's parlay. He hit, yeah. he hit Jacob's parlay for God's sake. True, true. But if the Bills' biggest worry on defense is Jarrett McKinnon, they're going to win the no, game. No, it's Tyreek. They can double Tyreek. Travis Kelsey. I think I think the Patriots legend Josh Gordon. I think he's the ball this year, but I think the Bills' linebackers will match up well with Kelsey. Oh, touchdown. No, I, I like Edmonds and I like Milano like in coverage against Kelsey this game. It's, it's as good of a oh matchup you can get. And they do Kelsey. have good linebackers. Max is overreacting to the two. And the they, last do, two oh, they do have good linebackers and they do have good safeties, though. They do. I'm not saying the Bills defense isn't good. It's great. But you need good linebackers and safeties great. to cover Hill and Josh Allen is going to need to play like a perfect game. You don't need to do a good quarterback. The Chiefs are playing as well over the last half season yeah, 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 as yeah. they have. Well, they let the Steelers put up 21 points on them. Garbage time. Doesn't matter. Garbage time. No, it was 14 still points. the Steelers. It was, it was 14 points. Right, we have a trick play. Who's did? Di- uh, I just. It, it's really hard. I'm gonna go with Bills. Who's dead? It's hard. Like it's a Daniel great Sorensen's game. Sorensen's on the team still. Mm, trash. Anyway, let's do a lot of stat track. We all. This is the hardest one. Ah uh, yes. We're, we're we're going really long, so let's move on to stat track. Stat track. Yes. I do it. All right, we're going to the NBA. These are two guards. Um, what's that? Oh, what's that you want? Just points. Can I start with points. Just rebounds. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, first Kemba Walker, I'm gonna throttle you. <laughs> okay. First player, guard number one, nineteen point one points per game, eight and a half rebounds, eight point eight assists. Player two, nineteen point seven points per game, three point four points per game, seven point nine assists. Three point four boards. 
Yep. One of these is definitely a Knicks player. Nope. Really? Say it again, sorry. Probably so basically sorry. both are averaging almost a triple-double. There's one Donovan Mitchell, because Donovan Mitchell... I think one's Russell Westbrook. Yes. Triple-double. Hold on, I'll tell you... I'll tell you one that. is DeJounte Murray. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know. He's uh, having an insane year. Because he's having an insane year. And, he, and I'm trying to think of people, point guards, who can get points, rebounds, assists. He's going insane. Is one Desmond um, Bain? No. I don't no, think so. he's not a point guard. Desmond Bain. I thought he said it was a guard. He's a guard. Yeah. Uh, Dante Murray is the first player. John Morant? No. John. It's a player in the Eastern Conference. He point is... Let me look. Oh, forty-six percent from the field. Oh, Darius Garland. Thirty-seven percent. Darius Garland. Hey, both two, both two underrated players in the NBA. Good one. All right, is, is is that all we got for today? I think so. Yeah, I think we are way past wacky sport time, but we'll get you next time. Sorry about that. All right, let's wrap this episode up. Some good football talk, as per always. Snuck in a little basketball there. Always a great time, both college and pro. So yeah, always a great time. Follow our Instagram at Watt.podcast. Also follow our t- Twitter at Watt.podcast. It's capital W O T Capital W lowercase O T dot P O D C A S T. Twitter, we're we're gonna post we're, we're, both social media sites will be out. Always our new episodes are out. But on Twitter we'll post more like how our predictions went, that kind of stuff. Instagram, we post more polls, um and, and um face um shops, all that good stuff. If you wanna see the podcast in with our beautiful faces not this episode but next episode subscribe to our youtube at who's on top w-h-o apostrophe s-o-n-t-o-p you know dan beautiful jacob beautiful right. max won't be on this episode but he's also beautiful Excuse too blake me? uh jeremy the most beautiful of them all so uh, subscribe to them if you want to listen to the podcast just normally like most podcasts are we're pretty much everywhere but amazon podcasts but sprout our top our top listens are spotify and apple Podcasts. those always work spotify just got a new system where you can rate podcasts so please give us right. five stars if you think of giving us one or two, please don't. But we just appreciate your support <laughs> for the five stars. Even a four star if you don't love it that much. Again. No, yeah. All right. With that. Oh, also, meant to mention, on our Instagram, you can just click the link in our bio and listen to a podcast from the news podcast from there, too. Dude. As always, have a great week. Hope you enjoy the pod podcast. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And goodbye. <laughs>